A Christian mind is not one that is trained to think only about Christian topics. It is a mind that has learned to think about everything from a Christian perspective. Christianity provides a comprehensive view of the world. Christianity is a worldview. Worldviews are the grids. They are the lenses through which we frame all of reality. It's like, I was like, where did that come from, bro? He's disgust, like, he's disgusting. That, was, that, that came was from terrible. pain. That, was, that, that came, came from real pain. So My guy was in a lot of pain. Pain? She, she actually came with a humble tip. Do you know what I mean? Like, she actually came out humbly. Mm. It was yeah, possible. There, was, there, was, there, was, there was a number of occasions where that thing could have been salvaged. She yeah. came with salvageable energy. Yeah. Yeah. He weren't having it. You weren't having and it. And he was, he was, she rejected him, not because he likes guys, because he's a trash guy. Yeah. I think, yeah. That's a I think if she, I think if he was a bit more patient, that would have yeah. gone, she, that would have been she, she wasn't saying, she wasn't saying a complete no. Nice she just wanted a conversation, yeah, but exactly. he just was. Understandably. Like, he was oh, just yeah. homophobic. Get in the bin Sorry, with that, man. She was just defensive. Though it was, it was, it was a very interesting But I haven't watched conversation. Last thing I left today was still like on the, in Mexico. Don't worry, we're not gonna spoil it. For you. I know I'm Gabby, Gabby has that spoiler. Spoil I don't spirit. care that much if you spoil it. I'm gonna spoil everything, no, everything, everything. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, Gabby, no, don't spoil it, man. I'm gonna enjoy it. We're not, gonna, we're not <laughs> spoiling it. How are we gonna do everything about the thing? And we're not gonna do no spoilers. <laughs> 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 I started recording. Okay, you just say person A and person B. No, I'm not we don't have to. The, I'm not got to the end. We just Even I know you made it. And he we just don't have it. to like say their end essentially. Yeah, that's what I, that's what yeah. I don't want to know. They just have to have to say their end. Um, but Femi, how you been yes. though? For those who don't know. This is episode 58 of the oh, Black Brewer yeah, podcast. Yeah, Already start started recording. <laughs> they do this all the time. Just record when you're chatting rubbish. <laughs> it's Mary in the room. Also Gabby. And we've got a special guest. Yeah. I think he was here seven episodes ago for Swipe Up. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah man like Femi from the Only Can Judge Only God Can Judge Me podcast. Shout out the podcast. How you been? I'm right, man. I'm yeah? good. Yeah, I'm blessed, man. I'm what blessed. you been up to? Work, life, wedding prep. Hey. Oh, yeah. Hey. Say happy. We're getting married in October. Bruh, How's that it's going? Not, it's not as happy. Huh? How's that going, the home wedding break? It's going, you know, it's long. It's yeah. as much Wahala as we guess it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. All the Wahala, all the Wahala is there. <laughs> but you know what? To be fair, I think most people's stresses are like family and stuff. Whereas yeah. I don't think family has put too much stress on us. Just okay, yet. that's good. It might get worse, like, closest to the time. But they've been relatively calm. I think because my mom lives in Nigeria. Okay. Her family live in Nigeria, so they're kind of distant. I don't they're calm. They're ahead of more involved. involved. But. And how's your fiancé? Is she, is she a bridezilla? Uh-uh. Imagine he can, if she was, would she would he be saying that? Like, I don't think. I don't You know what? Brazilians not always a next. I know people who've called themselves Brazilians in terms right. of they're very involved. They want it to be perfect. They're right. very fastidious. So like right. they're gonna be involved in every every <laughs> single nook and cranny. Um, or is she very calm and relaxed and kind of right, right. easy going. That size, yeah, yeah. Them politics. Can I see wisdom? Them politics. Your marriage will last long with that wisdom there. <laughs> and Gabby, how you been? I'm good, man. Yeah. Chilling. What have you been up to? Uh, working, living. Okay. Very vague as usual. I don't know what. You man are mad. You know, you know what people expect? Like every day they see you, you got new stories to tell. Yeah, it's hard Sometimes my life is just bobbing along. <laughs> bobbing hard. along, bobbing along. <laughs> no Someone new. asked me just today, it's like, oh, what's new with you? It's like, oh. Literally, the only thing I can say is like wedding planning. Like, I feel like that's the only thing that's new. That's the only thing in your that's life. Now, in my life. Yeah. How was Black Ape on Saturday though? Because you was on a panel. Yeah, no, it was that's good, a man. Black Christian event for those of you who don't know. And Femi was on a panel with his fiance and a few other people. Yeah, no, it was good, man. It was good fun. Um, 
Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. It was, I was quite happy for my fiance because she doesn't really do stuff like that. So yeah. she like kind of came out of the show and I thought she Aww. did really well. So yeah, yeah, oh, no. Really no, I thought it was good. I really enjoyed it. I was there. Um, what, was what, what was the chat? What kind of chat was it? Um, so it was three couples. So obviously Femi and his fiance, Dami. I hope she doesn't mind me saying her name. Um, mm. They're the engaged couples and then they had two married couples, Ali and Debo. Um, also A-star. known as A-Star and his wife. I think they've been married for, what, two years? So. And then they had another couple who have been married for nearly five years. Yeah, 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 and then, like, just sharing their experiences. Um, like, the host had different questions for them and then they did, like, a Q&A. Oh. There was one part when Femi was in a little heated debate uh, about... Uh, which, which, on things we might cover today, actually. Uh, so, <laughs> But before we dive into what we want to talk about, <laughs> I've got quick promos. So, for those who don't know, Blackberry dropped a promo video last week um, on the Gospel series. And the gospel series essentially is just some videos that we recorded and it's going to be around topics um, at the heart of the gospel. So biblical terms um, kind of explained in very pithy ways just to be helpful and hopefully engaging for you guys. So I think the first video drops, uh, oh, should be out by, by the time this comes out, actually. It's going to be on Repentance by Ify Alexis Lee. So please check that out when it comes out, you know, share it with your friends and so forth. Um, yeah, that was it, actually. I was going to talk about the website, but I'll talk about that another day. Um, so today we're going to talk about <laughs> Love is Blind. Love is Blind. <laughs> and then they'll take Shout out to people that know that song, Love is Blind by Eve. I don't Trish. even know you when I hate, I hate you. you. <laughs> That's a menace trash song, you know. But he was actually trash. But he was trash. <laughs> and guess what? Got, at the end of the song, he got what was coming to him. Well, but who is this I'm let, let the Lord judge justly. <laughs> who is the listen to the song. Listen to the oh, song. Listen, you, you gotta listen to the song. But I'm yeah, like, I don't listen to Eve outside of. Oh, oh yeah. Are you just listening to gospel music? Oh, yeah, yeah, just hymns, you know. Oh, oh, that's holy, holy, holy. Oh. <laughs> just hymns. Oh, wow. Just hymns. Like, but the hymns only. Spotify. Check my Spotify. So yeah, the show Love Is Blind. It premiered on February the thirteenth on Netflix and. And what you, what's, how would you explain the show? Like, what's the show about? The premise of the show is um, there's a group of guys and a group of girls and they are speed dating at the beginning, essentially, but they cannot see each other, mm-hmm. hence the blindness. Yep. Uh, I think they talk for a while to everyone, but obviously then you start to narrow down your pool. Um, now, it sounds wild. They're, in that, they're supposed to be in that thing for two weeks. And within that two weeks, you can propose. Yep. And propose to the wall. And the girl on the other side of the wall will say yes. If she says yes, at that point, you see each other. Yeah. Um, once you see each other, um, obviously, you, you, so you go on holiday to Mexico for a few weeks. And then you go through, uh, air quotes, the stages of relationships. So you live together small, small. You meet each other's parents. You plan your wedding. From the day that they leave that place, their wedding is in four weeks. Mad. And the the show the show kind of tracks that journey, and they're trying to test hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Is love blind? What do you guys think? Is love blind? <laughs> I don't know how to ask that question. I think the cliche in the first episode is very much like this is this is like if you get this this emotional connection is stronger than physical connection. Wait, get one, this right. Who's Nick Lachey again? He used to be part of 98 Degrees. It's and he was back. married to Jessica Simpson. And then I said, Who's this babe? <laughs> I, knew, <laughs> I said, Who's this? I knew I knew his he, name. he used to have a TV yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. They had a TV show yeah, together. I remember it. it was on MTV. Then oh. one's there. I said, Wait. Well, I saw him and I was like, Who's this guy? Because I, I heard the Google. Like, it sounds familiar. I was like, Nick Lachey, where's that from? Uh, but he was mad happy. Him and his wife, they're like, you know, we, we love is blind. You know, we're together. I was like, did, did they meet blind? No, they didn't. Come on. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> Man saw his name. Do I, think, do I think love is blind? That's a great question. No. Why isn't love? So hold on. So you guys think the premise of the show is flawed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, quick question to you guys. What do you think is more ridiculous, right? 
the fact that they couldn't see each other or the time frame. Because I think it's the time frame that gets me. I think, that, but you know, I think the time frame, and I'm I'm assuming that they would have been speaking to each other in the pods for what two to three hours at a time. Yeah, I guess so. Some of them were on day five saying "I love you." So yeah. it's not, that's, it, that's some of them didn't even take the two Some weeks people like were that. crying as well. Like you need to. It looks people. genuine, you know. It's not even like yeah. I believe them. It looks. Fully so do we know that this thing was shot two years ago? Yeah, oh, I heard. And that. so if. Okay, let me let me just say, no set spoilers. guys who are on this pod have actually finished watching it, including me. I but I'm ready to spoil it. it. I'm ready to spoil it. it. But for the sake of others <laughs> over there, we won't <laughs> spoil it. it. I went to a Love Is Blind finale on Friday. Like, oh, really? shout out, shout out on you. Literally, like she cooked for us. Oh, you did. Wow. Some people came up. Some people came with like Ashwell B. Like, oh, we ready wow. for the hey. people were ready for the wedding reception of, <laughs> of Cameron and Lauren. Mad what? excitement. No. Why slander. are you saying names? Look, come and see. No, spoiler. I can say I can say characters' names though. Yeah, but I don't did it. I, I just don't, I won't tell you if how yeah, it how it ended. Yeah. But some people we trust that will keep. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I'll finish it by this week anyway. Yeah, so you think the time frame was what it was? Okay, so, so I need to give my my um my apology at the start of this episode because I'm gonna Lake. be saying. <laughs> E- contradictory things with equal vim <laughs> <laughs> so don't at me about nothing i just give myself it's fine okay you're not perfect <laughs> so i think but a part of me thinks once they know what they know what's left to you know okay but i think we'll probably get around to it later so in terms of the time frame yeah, in terms of the time frame they're like you're my people i'm your people let's get married <laughs> so i'm not even too the time frame is wild mm. i think the premise is wild so you think the fact that they can't see each other is more wild than the time frame? The time, I think that, it, I think all of it is oh, it's consecutive wild things. I never thought the time frame was wild because I feel like, I feel like people can catch feeling very quickly. Right. Yeah. So but is that enough to now marry? Maybe not marry, but court. you could meet someone in your church and then spend a day, two days with them or talk to each other on WhatsApp 24 hours and at the end of the week, one of you might have caught feelings already. Of course, it, it helps because you might have seen each other so there's already that attraction whereas they didn't have that in the pods. Mm. But I don't think the time frame is mad because there's you have to imagine they have they've, there's, there's so much emotional investment. Mm. Like the way Nick was selling dreams, it was like, this is, you know, this is, your wife is here, your husband is here. Mm. If you just, you know, if you just let love take over. So to them, they just feel like if I just talk and listen, my wife is here. So I, 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 I get why within three, four days, this man were proposing. I guess the premise of the show is to propose and go. So like, if there is in, a process in, to it. In, in, in any other situation, they probably don't propose that quickly. I'm assuming. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Know. But I guess they probably say, okay, this is the next stage, and it mm. like. For in order for you to go to Mexico, you, they would have had to propose. Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that so pressure. That, that, that must have been some kind of incentive. Like. And it sounds like they come in there, and I think that's another interesting dynamic of the show. Them guys and girls have come in there with very clear intentions. Mm-hmm. Mm. Most of them are looking for yeah. their yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not bumping around outside yeah. in Tesco. Yeah. Bumping around, they've gone there with a very clear intention. They've got yeah. questions. They're looking for this. They're trying to be this. They're trying to talk about this. They've come with a certain yeah. focus. Yeah. Which means that like, things can happen, I think, much more quickly. Yeah. A few of them were like, you know, like, this is almost like my last chance. Like, if yeah. I don't At get... 24. <laughs> Next! <laughs> can you imagine? But, if I don't get, get married here, here, then... I can never be married. <laughs> no, how do you think... So, I don't know how you're going to... Uh, no, go well, ahead, man. Like, how do you think... Do I think love is bad? I don't... No. But... I do think it does speak to something. So, the experiment says something. Like, it says that you can build emotional connections without physically yeah. seeing someone. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. Like, I think... That does make a difference. Because I think, I even think about the amount of people that, you know, fall in love, in quotation marks, over like long distance, or they yeah. just see each other, they just WhatsApp each other, and then, or they just fake, like stuff like that. And they build like strong, yeah. genuine connections over over the phone or whatever. Mm. So I do, I do think it does play a part. I think, 
I think physical physicality can be a barrier mm-hmm. um, in a lot of cases. So if the fact that you couldn't see them and you couldn't, because I think people like um, narrow their choices down off the jump by saying, because mm-hmm. this person's not physically my type yeah. or whatever. So they don't even give themselves the opportunity. So if that opportunity is taken away, I guess that presents. So I think as much as I think it's ridiculous, I do think they've got a point as well. Like, mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like in the middle. Like, with Hence my... Yeah, I get you. I'm with you, Gabby. I'm with you. Like. Yeah, I'm with you. So it's, it's, it's interesting. The idea of love is blind. It's about physicality, but it's probably about more than physicality because as the episodes progress, they've not talked about finances or yeah, racial dynamics or yeah. home ownership or student debt and kids <laughs> or when kids and so when they're saying love is blind they mean more than just blind physically they mm. mean blind to all external factors oh, yeah because yeah, um, they don't really some of them this is the first time they're talking that oh I, I'm, I've been homeless and, and yeah. I don't own this and I've got this much debt whereas I'd have been like, in the pod are you not asking you're asking what was your deepest, darkest fear? What was your favourite book when you were seven? But you don't know, did you finish your degree and have you got debt? <laughs> yeah, nah, in America, in, in the UK, she didn't debt. What's that? But in America, that thing, that's, that's a, real, yeah, that's real. a big question yeah. at, the, at the top end. Yeah. So they're saying love is blind to anything that's, yeah, love is blind to all externals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the only thing that love, that love can, love matters, only thing that matters in love is who you are as a real person, which I think is interesting because as though mm-hmm. those externals aren't real factors, mm-hmm. who you are as a person. Like your race is like an external factor. It's not who you really yeah. are. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about it. Um, so yeah, so I think the premise, love is blind. No, it's not. And I don't particularly want it to be but i suppose maybe we'll get onto it i think the whole idea is um i do think the show picks up on a number of super interesting threads though i think it's a direct uh confrontation to ironically swipe up uh kind of swipe left swipe right kind of culture where the first thing and the only thing you have to go on really is how someone looks maybe two sentences in a bio but you know really it's how you look Mm -hmm. and but they've flipped that script on the other way around like you don't know how they look so they're clearly trying to engage with that, with our kind of, yeah, physicality in no point, no, no seconds, yes or no mm-hmm. kind of energy. Um, so what, do you think there's a lot of emotion, emotion, do you think there's a lot of information overload in regards to modern dating? dating? What, do you, what do you think? <clears throat> what do you mean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I think, see what you're just talking about in terms of like, Dating apps and yeah. trying to go out and I've been thinking about this bears and social media <laughs> and all these other things where so now when you go on when you meet someone you well, want to know all these things before you can actually make a decision whereas at times we may say historically love was a lot simpler you know your grandmother and your grandfather they just met each other they said hi they liked each other they got married whereas these days it seems like we need to know every single thing before we can actually make I'm back in that you can commitment. be dating someone in 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 our contemporary dating scene for for five six months mm-hmm. and you can know more about that person than 50 years ago they would have known after like two three years Slightly. married mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah and that's you, you can jump on someone's facebook mm-hmm. you might not want to jump on their facebook you got like 16 years worth of vague vague super vague mm-hmm. and selective but like real content on someone yeah before any conversations any commitment any any yeah. personal trust development or vulnerability um definitely have information overload is yeah, that a, is that a bad thing or is that a good thing? I think it's. I think it can be unhelpful. In what be- sense? Because I think previously, in previous generations, uh, I'm trying flip flop energy in it. I think because I think because I Gabby's think like just like shaking. It's a hard one. It's a lot of chat. I think because um, 
look, it raises questions of what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. When you have like, um, the more information you have, the more specific you can be about what you're looking for. To a degree, that's not helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that you need to know that you're looking for that are helpful. But when you have details about where they studied and, and whether they want two kids or three kids, <laughs> like those kind of, yeah. those details that change and that carry different levels of weight, the more information you have, the more you can narrow down yeah. what your precise type yeah. what desire is in ways that I think can be unhelpful yeah. and secondly I think um I think difficulties um are easier to work through with with security mm-hmm. um so if I'm not sure if you're committed to me I'm not sure sh- you're not sure if I'm committed to you but I've got there's something that I struggle with that happened when I was 14 that's going to be easy to that's going to be easier to talk through and, and mm-hmm. be vulnerable about if I know that you're st- you're here yeah but where we have that information now quite early on when there's no necessarily any commitment. Yeah. Um, which I think is, yeah, it's more difficult to work through those things um, without the security. But for us, those things come up much earlier because we have so much information. Yeah. I think that's fear as well. So I think, like, I know guys, that information overload could actually create fear where you get to like, I'm not sure ministries where guys are just, ah, it's just so, so unsure. Yeah. If gonna I'm not sure ministry. I'm not sure ministries get in the bin. They're just taking their time and yeah. they need to, and they need Cause to you always this. need to know more. Yeah. And it's like, they're just afraid to make a decision. And it's like, yo, just sure. What do you th- think for me? I think, I think a lot of things, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to gather my thoughts. I think um, with the attempts, especially like the information overload, I think, what we do right now, and we're, we've granted the luxury of doing it because we have information overload and because we can find out this, we can find out that. And we, we're just granted the luxury of dating that, yeah, like Mary kind of alluded to, what wasn't the norm years, years back, not even too far back. Like, just, just it's, we, we just have a luxury with it, or we, we at least believe we have a luxury um, with it. And I think, so what we then do is like, we, it's almost like we're just trying to safeguard our potential... Um, relationships mm-hmm. or marriage so we want to we want to try and get every minute detail right so yeah. to prevent future hurt or future yeah because yeah. even like um a point i was trying to make um mary made reference to the heated debate i had at blagape um the other day was a lot of people say oh i need to be for example i need to be physically attracted to my partner so you know when we're married if I see another physically attractive Bin. person, then I'm going to, it doesn't matter because <laughs> I find, so that now That's becomes it. really, really important. And I heard it all the time, like, oh, it's so, so important that I'm this, my, my partner looks like this because if not, so, 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 and so, and so. And that could be done with, it's, I think it's the more, most common one is financial, right? Like mm-hmm. you say, oh, my partner needs to be earning this, 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 this. So in the future, this, 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 or I can live this certain kind of lifestyle. I yeah. don't want, so it's like every single decision is just like, how many correct decisions can I make or how many things can I look for? How many boxes can I tick to ensure that my future marriage or my future relationship um, is going to be successful? And I think that makes sense, um, but it's just really, really flawed. Like, I think outside of that, the main criteria, whatever the main criteria is to you, um, I think it's just flawed. It's just it's just really flawed because you can't safeguard a lot of things. Um, um, and it it just makes me think about, like, what, what actually is love? What is the... Um, what is love in that sense? Like, mm-hmm. what is what is it really about? Like, common phrase that people used to say, like, or people, I'm sure people still say that, is that oh, love is not enough to last a marriage. Like, love is not enough. Like, love yeah. is like, love is not enough. You need this. You need this. Yeah. Love is not. How can yeah. love be enough? Where I actually think the opposite because I think the one thing that is 
somewhat in your control is how you love that person. I think mm. there's so many other things that are out of control. Person's financial status, what they look like, it's not in your control. Mm. Um, anything can happen. Someone can get into a car accident and then they look lose completely their different. Someone mm-hmm. can lose their job. Mm. Uh, someone can put on a lot of weight. Mm. Um, so many f- things, they're not, they're not in your control. What we have, again, somewhat control over is how we love that person. Um, yeah. So I think that's what should be. And of course, I'm not saying that there shouldn't be a criteria of what you look for in a partner, in a wife or in a husband. That's not what I'm saying. But I think we do ourselves a disservice when we just have these long check boxes of what we've deemed to be important when um, it's actually not that important. Yeah, I, I just think people spend a lot of time doing that. And I think it's not, it's not like I'm not necessarily... Um, saying that's it's, that's wrong in itself, it's just it's just flawed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not it's not all the way wrong because of course you need to do you need to make wise choices, especially in your future spouse. Yeah. But I think we can definitely go a bit overboard. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's almost like like search for perfection. Mm. So it's like if I marry my spouse and they're perfect, then it will be a perfect marriage and it'll be a perfect. And I've seen people Christians as well like say a family represents community and that represents preaching the gospel to the people around you so if I have a perfect marriage then I have a perfect family and that family becomes Christians and they have a perfect family and it's like they almost will now take that as a reason to have be so kind of um, like specific in what specific, they want yeah. and in a way that's I think sometimes a bit harmful I think um, oh, but even, like, I think I just think it's really sad in some ways loving blind is as much as I enjoyed it and smashed it really quickly uh, there were some things that are really sad and specifically around how people understand love one couple damien and g g g oh she's she, a g she's a she's a what <laughs> she's mad she is mad she's crazy keep watching keep watching yeah. she's mad she's mad as she thinks she is but when <laughs> they had a conversation mad. that like um she's so dramatic it actually annoys yeah, me i fast dramatic. forward them because it actually annoying me <laughs> when, she, when she proposed uh, uh i'm proposing to you because I'm, 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 I'm just like, as strong as you oh relax <laughs> please relax relax there was a part where she was like um oh the butterflies have gone. And then he, she said, the butterflies have gone. And then he said, yeah. you don't love me anymore. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, what what have we conceived Dude, of as love? As love. Yeah. Such that when butterflies, which have a very short lifespan, as far as I'm aware, both emotionally and in nature, <laughs> when they die, you, what you understand of, as love is over. I was yeah. like, oh, this is really, really, really sad. Yeah. And then it's quite exciting to be a Christian then, to be like, what we conceive of as love is ro- is so much more robust than that. Um, yeah, it's not dependent. It's, it's not, well, in some ways, it's not dependent. Like mm-hmm. in, in, in marriage, you made a commitment to love somebody, which is an which bottom line is an act of the will. Um, yeah, and then that's so, which. And if it's an act of the will, it's a decision, which means it's a decision whether they're stacking hundred k or you know we hope it's not a portion, but ten k. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. whether they're on top form or physically whether life's been hard and it's got a bit haywire because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, your love is an act of the will. And I was I was so thankful to be a Christian watching that because I was yeah. like, I don't have to stress about that butterfly, vapid, fleeting yeah. in my feelings whilst we're in Mexico love. Yeah. Because uh, what we're looking for and what we're talking about is is different than that yeah. and, and is more robust than that. And I think it shows how selfish love can be because mm. her, 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 um, the way she determined love was, was based on how she felt as opposed to her commitment to him. Yeah. So you, you just imagine like 
the world almost thinking, okay, I've married this man, but I just don't love him anymore. So the whole classic, I'm not in love with you anymore. Yeah, I've fallen out of love. Actually, I've made a commitment to you, so I need to stay with you, especially if you're married as well. So I could just imagine people saying, yeah, we should get divorced because I'm not in love with you. Yeah, that's that's what, straight facts. That's what happens. And that's why the premise of the show is specifically, I can't say any of them love... I. Yeah, like people say, oh, I'm loving you. After two weeks, I'm saying, I love you, I love you. I'm not saying that they can, and I don't know how it's in the end, that mm-hmm. they can actually have successful marriages yeah. afterwards. But the idea that they were professing this love, which can't have been love, they had a really strong emotional connection. But I mm-hmm. think there's a, I don't think that is, I don't think that's love. I, I think it can, yeah, it can ha- right. I think one person said it, I can't remember who said it to me, just like these things that we look for, even the things I spoke about, should possibly, and the reason why we might even look for someone that fits our type, physical type, or mm-hmm characteristics that we look for hopefully those people are then easier to love yeah yeah if that makes sense right yeah. not to say that that's that is your love in itself yeah. it's like oh actually this person because maybe we're compatible in a sense now the decision to love you is is easier that's it's not foolproof but yeah. it's easier if, if i'm making yeah. sense yeah, I get um, so and it's not about an emotional connection that's why when there was oh yeah you know i connected i've never connected with someone like this before i was just like Okay, <laughs> like that doesn't fantastic. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything, like yeah. especially in such a um intense like you guys are saying controlling environment, intense yeah. environment where you're speaking for three four hours. It, that can happen with anyone. Like 100%. it really that literally really meant nothing. I think the premise of not being able to see someone and breaking down that barrier was a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the idea that that then has to mean to you know some kind of uh, never ending love, I just thought was a bit it was just flawed. Um, mm. But yeah. So yeah, how so obviously with the show really trying to. Not well, trying to dismiss or reduce like the importance of physical attraction or or at least the, the physical, like how important is physical kind of attraction <laughs> in a relationship? Then, <laughs> like, how do you ensure it's balanced and correct when you're when I don't know you're considering someone or people are considering someone? I <laughs> <laughs> How important is it? Like, I, I, tell you, like, I don't know. I think it is significant. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it is significant. Mm-hmm. I've, I don't know how to talk about this without sounding like I'm wild. <laughs> no, just be honest. <laughs> okay, let me let me just let me go. Maybe help us, help us, help us. Give me for this. Attracted. So one of the show, one of the issues I had with the show, it almost I feel like it was a bit gnostic. Like it almost made the physical. Negative. I didn't want to use the words, but yeah, yeah that's it what it is. It seemed like the physical was evil. Like so, the fact that they couldn't see each other was good. It was like no, you should. Because my fear was that like, they saw each other now. They've got engaged, and it's like I'm not attracted to you because I've never seen you. Which before. is and one of them was what essentially happened wasn't well two of them actually you could say were not attracted to each other i'm not going to spoil it but there's like two couples who conclude that they weren't really attracted to the spouse okay um and i think yeah attraction and finding someone pleasing to the eye isn't bad yeah it's, it's a good thing of course it the, the danger is if you make that the ultimate thing where now yeah. you there's there's the only reason why you're considering this sister or this brother is because the they're fine way. as opposed to their inward character and their inward um, spirit and personality. Like, I think that's when the dangers come. But yeah, you should you should find your spouse attractive. Yeah, can you imagine someone saying, I'm, I, I don't find you attractive. Will you marry me? Like, <laughs> it, like it, it is, it is yeah. a part of, of the relationship that you want to be found desirable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, find it, it is, I, I find it a hard question to tackle because I completely agree with like, what you guys have said and what mm-hmm. most people say. Like, it is important. But I think... It's hard to make it important and significant without making it an idol, in my opinion. Okay. I think I think it's just difficult to find that balance because everyone says that. It's like, no, I, I want my partner to be really attractive, but I know that's not the most important thing. I know all these other things are important. Yeah. Um, 
but I know, but if you actually look at how they treat, I, I would say more men than women. Um, mm. If you actually look at how, how you know their selection process, so it's like you save their <laughs> mouth. Selection process. Boy. <laughs> so you, you save their what mouth. You, you save your mouth. Oh, actually, physical attraction is important, but it's not an idol. It's not that important. Mm -hmm. But then, how we then go about choosing people yeah. will say the otherwise. So, yeah. I, and I don't think it's intentionally done. I think it's hard because physical is what you see first. Okay. Like you're not. You're not. Again, your selection process is not based on. I think phys physicality is a, a barrier, basically. Yeah. Basically, this this woman could be, you know, ideal for you, right? Um, just basically all men, but mm. specifically because they don't look um, a specific way. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, it could be, it couldn't even be as because half the time it's not as deep as I'm not attracted to that person. It's just I'm more attracted to this type of person. Yeah, um, he's not my type. Uh, yeah, rather than oh, I'm just not attracted to them at all. Yeah. I think they're butters or whatever. Not repulsive. Yeah, just not, not repulsive. Just not just then. Yeah, and, your, any, and that energy. person could have been more ideal for you. Yeah. But mm -hmm. the barrier of physicality, which we can't really avoid, can we? Like yeah. we're attracted to what we're attracted to. So I'm yeah. not. I'm not like trying to say oh people should just let go and no, nah, not not necessarily. But I think it, yeah, basically I just think it's difficult to say. Oh yeah, physical um, physical attraction is it's it's important, but it's not that important. Um, without making it an idol, like I think it's it, it's very it's a very very difficult balance. So um, how do you find a balance? I think I, I think I, I think I think there's a helpful question I've thought at times. Like, if this person didn't look like this, would I still want to be pursued by them in a relationship with them? Mm. Okay. Like mm -hmm. um like if I was gonna, it's it's hard. You can't you can't really you can't really do it completely. But if if um if I was to take away what they look like and all I had was their person, um, would this still be someone that I enjoy? Would this still be someone right. that I want to be around? Would this be someone that um you want to spend time with? Um, yeah, and because because I think the reality is like life will happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh Lord, life will happen. By the time babies and and age catch you, <laughs> and and and, uh, and by the time you, you, you ain't got to, well, the gym, the gym can't find you no more. It can barely find you now, but certainly can't find you once you got four kids and yeah. well, in London maybe not four. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, <laughs> like the gym can't find you. Hairlines are moving. Beards are beards are wait 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 beards are fading. Beards are thinning out. Oh, beards are thinning now. In Jesus' name, we repeat. I want the beards are thinning out. That's all I got left of you. Yeah, beards can't fade. Can't believe you said thinning. That's disrespect. Are getting bigger, not smaller. Right. Happens, Lord, right. By the time them things kick in, is this a person that you're actually trying to <laughs> trying to be around? Because that is inevitable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think those 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 aunties you see in church and their beard is prickling when they're trying to hug you, and the mustaches. Do you know what I mean? No, that's that that's where what we're going. Are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> she said her beard I is, is, that's what? mad. You, if you're in a multi-generational church, you know there's some aunties that try and hug you, and you can like the the trankish on the cheek, cheek side side the. The beard is bristling. It's so mad. <laughs> but her husband that's, still loves it. That's the trajectory that <laughs> things are on. Because no, um, yeah, I think, yeah. and I think the reality is, a um, attraction, the contents of attraction, I think, change. Maybe in the initials, there is a, a lot of physicality. Mm -hmm. But by the time you have shared experience, shared struggle, supported each other, been through life together, that kind of physical attraction, I think, gives way to something hopefully much more significant. Yeah. Um, that like shared life, yeah. shared life a, a attraction. Um, okay. Yeah. So. So, no, he's about to say it. So, no. no so, no, 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 question then. Okay. Spare <laughs> me with these questions. As Christians, yeah. as obviously, all of us, not just women, <laughs> our pool is smaller because yeah. it, or if we're doing what we should be, which is dating Christians, yeah. um, our pool is smaller, right? Um, obviously, especially for women because I guess the pool is even smaller in that sense. 
it is it crazy to say we gotta let go of some of those physical not again not to the to the level of repulsion but just because for example right most people would say and I think we even spoke about this in the last podcast yeah. right and I've heard loads of women say it especially like I, so I'm cool I'll just be single right I'll, I'll just <laughs> I'll just be single. Like, Rather than marry a guy that's, a, yeah, that, that that's two inches mean, shorter than that, me. That, that exactly. Like, literally. literally like, <laughs> Maybe he looks at me a certain kind of way when I said that, you know, guys. Let me <laughs> but I've her. heard that so many times. Like, I'm not, I'm I'm not like, this is real life like, arguments. Yeah, so, like, we, we know. Love, we probably <laughs> made them. <laughs> uh, <I'd> rather, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'd rather, I'd rather stay single until I'm 40, 50 than and marry a guy someone, that's what? Date someone that's a bit shorter than me or doesn't. Um, and I, I don't know, man. I just think, when we get to that point, I, it just makes me think of what we actually see about marriage, what we see about relationships, yeah. what do we see, what do we even see how God sees all of us mm. and how sees how we sees marriage specifically? Because mm. this is not you're gifted to be single, single. This is <laughs> this is I'm single because I I can't find someone that matches my own individual, you know, criteria criteria yeah. that isn't necessarily anything to do with a godly or biblical criteria. Or that will lead to a necessarily healthy marriage. Or will lead yeah. to anything. Yeah, yeah will lead to anything. So oh, he's poor, but he's an idiot. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, and I, I do, and I do think, I do think a lot of time, my, again, it's, I, I'm, I'm trying to... F- You're really in your feelings, aren't you? No, 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 not even that. No, it's not even that, because I'm trying to, f- I think people like miss misunderstand what I, I'm saying because yeah. like, people always when I say things like this people always say oh you're trying to say that physicality is not important and you're in a place of privilege and you can say that da, da, da. it's not I'm not necessarily trying to say that but I do think I just think when we put these things as important as we put them not only do again we shrink, shrink our pool um, but also like well, well I think anyway and I've seen it evidence of it we're likely to make worse decisions because yeah. we have yeah. so as soon as that physical criteria you see, you're more likely, and they and people will tell you, no, it's not that deep. Like you know, the the fact that he loves God or she loves God is just as important as physical attraction. But when you see it play out in reality, yeah, it doesn't play out like that. Like yeah. it, it just doesn't. So I just think you just got to be careful. So I'm not saying physical attraction isn't important, but I just think you got to be careful of how much you do actually make an idol and what, how, yeah, how no. how much does it weigh more than yeah. a thing? So yes, it's significant, it's important, but then how much does that actually? way when you got it comes to keep to it in its criteria. right place yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, and I think agree. that's difficult though so I i'm agree. not i'm not saying it's not difficult i agree i think i think for women at times they've almost fantasized and pictured who their husband will be what he will look like men too yeah. when men too and i think when the guy comes who is you actually find him attractive it's not like you don't find him attractive right. you, you think oh he's a nice guy um you can grow to find him to find him more, more attractive, attractive yeah. and you're seeing godly qualities you're seeing the fact that he prizes the gospel he loves the church he loves his word he prays he's gracious he's kind he's loving he's forbearing um but because he's not what you've pictured him to be you almost ignore him or you you say no to him and and i think in that when you when you really search your heart you may have you may realize you've actually made an idol of mm-hmm. what you or what you thought your husband would be and i think of course that's why it's really important to rearrange Oh, I never said never gonna say this word. Reorientate our minds into loving the gospel and loving men and women who model these things. Because mm-hmm. yeah, like beauty is fleeting. Yeah, like charm is deceitful. But uh, a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Like so, when the, the Bible talks about that, like that is her 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 character, how she models herself, how she lives, her conduct, as opposed to her physical attraction. And that doesn't mean that. I've, I've spoken to girls and I'm like, this guy is great. And she's like, Mary, but I just don't find him attractive. And I'm just like, okay, fair. But if if there's a if there's five percent, something you can see. Consider the front of her. Consider it. Especially because when you meet 
like a fantastic guy, like a godly guy, you can't pass him up, man. Because he's going to be an amazing husband. And, he's yeah. gonna, and you're going to be sanctified and grow more into the I mean, those are the things. Those are the things... Those are the things that's going to hold the marriage. 100%. Like, that is actually what's going to... Yeah, attraction is attraction. Yeah, we get it. You need it, blah, blah, blah. But in the long term, like, it just doesn't... does little to nothing. Like, outside of... No, it does little to nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can't even think of... Uh, I'm, again, I'm... Yeah, I just... I, the more I think about it, the more I just think... The amount of weight we put on these things is just too much. That's, that's all. Like, mm. uh, yeah. And again, I am speaking from a place of privilege, but... Yeah, I just think we put way too much weight yeah. on it. Yeah. I think that's why community exactly is important because you can always challenge each other. So like, you, there's been times when someone's like, oh, what about this person? And someone will be like, no. Nah. And, and then you ask like actual quite challenging questions like, no, but why? And then you start to realise that this girl is still looking for her, this person that doesn't exist. Like, mm-hmm. And there's someone in front of you that is makes the criteria. And guys too. And guys too, yeah, yeah, definitely no, guys for the. I'm not sure ministries that they like to. <laughs> I'm do. not sure ministries. So do you, so do you think a relationship <laughs> can like be? I'm gonna start using that. <laughs> I'm not sure There's a lot of guys in that ministry. Boy. Do you think a relationship can be sustained by emotional connection alone? Because I feel like that was what the show was kind of trying to suggest. No way. <laughs> no chance. I think. I think no. Gabby, <laughs> like, is that a no as well? It needs. It's more than emotions. Yeah. Okay. Emotions come and go. You're hungry. Your wow. emotions are gone. Yeah, <laughs> you're late for work. Your emotions are have gone. Mm-hmm. Um, you've just not seen each other for a while. Like married life, these people are busy. You've not seen each other. You're not. You're not up the few date nights. Mm-hmm. Emotional connections have gone. I think um, marriages are sustained by decisions to commit, decisions to work, decisions to persevere. It's not cute. I think it's it's um it's a hard one to like to to start to wrestle with. Like marriage is not. Date nights and Instagram posts. Yeah. It's it's mundane. It's miraculous. Marriage is a miracle. I'm convinced every time. Guys, if you ever see me at the end of an aisle in a white dress <laughs> and the brother is really there at the top of the aisle and I'm walking down and he says, yeah, that's a miracle. <laughs> Do you know how many things have been orchestrated by God's sovereign hand? Lazarus rose from the dead. Yeah. Gabs went from death to life yeah. in conversion. And then marriage. Marriage is a miracle. Wow. <laughs> marriage is like, yeah, marriage is miraculous. And at the same time, super mundane. Yeah. Routine, life, work, bills. It's emotions. Emotions are enough to, yeah. to, to, to track through that stuff. It's, it's commitment. It's decision. Yeah. It is, um, yeah, it's, you know, really interesting. I think it is um, loving the Lord and walking together. Yeah. This is someone who is on the same job that you're trying to be on. And uh, that's what you're going in the same direction, holding hands. That's what you're doing. We're trying to get to the end. Can you help me? I can help you. Let's go this way together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, going to church together and sitting under the word together. I think it's, yeah, emotions, they change. They change. I, I like this hair this day. I didn't like that hair that day. If you're waiting for your emotions to carry your marriage. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's stress. It's it's more than that. Uh-huh. But I think they think it's interesting. I think their category is emotions and physicality. They're the only two categories almost. Yeah. They go is. category one when it's blind, it's emotions, and then you see each other. So now we're in the physical world, that Gnostic energy, mad. Yeah. But it's I felt it's almost like that's the only two categories they're functioning in. Yeah. There's emotions, there's physicality, and there's um character, will, decisions, commitment, commitment. Character, yeah. will, decisions. Sometimes I think, I, I think that's commit. one of the big things, man. Like even my guy, what's his name, Barnett. 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 That's somebody. Uh. <laughs> <Like> Barnett. <laughs> but she was a silly babe. Can we talk about set characters? Mark and Jessica. 
Yeah, that Messica. was... I don't know how they ended. Messica. But I can tell Messica. you... I can tell you from that out, they did not last. Messica. Messica. The I same way this? I know... I knew Carlton and Michael were going to Diamond. Last. Jessica and... She was my favourite character. Messica was my favourite character. From Messica's your favourite character? She's a Christian, isn't it? She was like... Oh, get in the bin with that. Because he's got one tattoo here. Girls, it's not enough. <laughs> you got... So girls, it's not enough. He's got a cross. <laughs> he's got, uh, and he's waiting to put his child's name. Get in yeah, the bin. And I think that show actually that shows that emotional connection is not enough. No. Not, because yeah. when they get into the real world and they're, they're met with all these different obstacles, a lot of them are just... Already, they're, they're falling down. <laughs> falling, they're getting falling whacked down. out. And you can see it in two, like, really, sorry, really quickly, like, see two perfect examples in two of the characters. Carlton, um, when emotions got hot, you saw how he responded. Nah, yeah. I was cussing my, my girl's weave. Yeah. Um, Calling her out of her name. Um, and, then, and then, like, if you look at, oh, obviously all the girls like uh, my guy Barnett, but if you actually look at what, I don't know how it ended and stuff like that with him and his girl, but like, in terms of just like the initial stages, even when he, the fact that he was talking to the three girls and, it's about decisions, man. It's not because he's he's trying to make a decision based based on oh who am I mostly emotionally. Care? One thing I'll say about guys here, I'm going on a rant. Sorry. One thing I'll, I'll say about guys and girls, but I speak to guys because I just speak to more guys about yeah. this stuff. Is it decision is just so important because yeah. anything can just move you. Like mm-hmm. so many things can move you, whether it be looks or um, emotional connection, or you got a vibe with this one, you got a vibe with that one, and that's why I'm not sure ministries can thrive because <laughs> <laughs> because like. At some point, you've got to get a point where I'm going to make this decision. I'm going to honor this person. I'm going to honor God. And I'm going to say, look, this is the person. Because if you look elsewhere, is you're always going to find something. Yeah. I think you can always... Yeah. Like, I'm, obviously, I'm a strong believer that there, there isn't the one. <laughs> and, and There's someone else who's probably equally compatible. Yeah. Two weeks I, I down think, the road. I think yeah. many people can marry and have successful marriages with a variety of people. Yeah. And it, if you understand that, that could either make you think, rah, like, that makes my decision much harder. Or you can make you think, actually, no. Because of that, that's beautiful. I can just choose this person and know that, you know, I can have a successful marriage with this person. So I think that should be freeing more than it is mm. um, restricting. But I think a lot of the time it seems restricting because I've got this dress here, this girl here, this girl here, this girl here, this girl, I don't know where to go yeah. kind of thing. But um, It's interesting, yeah. like, it's, it's, it's such a, without overly sounding going too far, it is such a, like a Western individualistic, I've got bare choices in life mm. energy. He had too many choices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because he, had so many, because he had so many legit options, he's now stunted. He can't move I anywhere. I he was the only one that was, that was, had so many choices. Yeah, because they, they were saying- Because well, everyone else seems to be quite sure, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like, to be able to show, I think I was reading about the show, they said eight yeah. couples got engaged. Right. But it, I think they only showed five because right. they only had budget for like, five or four basically. Uh, and it, they didn't show all the characters of course yeah. so in the beginning you, I saw bare people I'm like who's this guy who's that guy mm. but they didn't show any of them yeah. so I, I could imagine that he wasn't the only one that had as many choices many but choices. Barnett was a bit of a hotcake in the early episodes before, nice, it, yeah, before he nice. decided before he decided but you know that happens in real life you know yeah, no, a couple yeah. guys interested and a couple girls trying to yeah. whittle them down um, as long and as I think it's interesting his reason for not wanting to commit was that he didn't want to make the wrong decision. Yeah. Mm. And I understand that. It's massive. Mm-hmm. Obviously for them, man, it's crazy massive because mm. you're, you, anyway. But even for people in, in the real okay, world, sure. like, of course, the person who you'll marry uh, is one of the it's biggest crazy. decisions yeah, you mad. will ever make about your entire life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that the, there's there's a right, there's a right cautiousness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also, there's a degree to which you're never going to have 100% perfect knowledge. Mm-hmm. That belongs to God mm-hmm. alone. Yeah. Um, you're never going to have perfect knowledge. What what can you know? What can you know? 
what 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 do you know and make a decision with what you know mm-hmm. but that fear of getting it wrong and i think because of a lot of us have seen i'm gonna be in context and had peer yeah, groups yeah. where we've seen so many people get it wrong that fear of getting it wrong um yeah kind of slows people down um so it's, it's two things there a there's a right thoughtfulness but that's a proactive thoughtfulness i think it's not a stuck thoughtfulness it's yeah. a wise counsel prayerful asking questions thoughtfulness but b Again, that's showing me me very happy to be a Christian. Yeah. Because my God is very sovereign. <laughs> <laughs> very sovereign. And um and if and if you're being obedient to him and walking in the ways that he's called you to walk in and you're making wise decisions, you you can you don't have to like God host tomorrow. Yeah. Nothing can happen outside of his plan and will. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some ways God knows if you're married or not and he knows your husband like you are you're living out his will um prayerfully and, and with wisdom. And so I don't have to stress about, can I mash up God's plan for my life mm. by, and that's a tricky one. Let's not mm. get into it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, the reassurance that God is solving many other plans in a man's heart about who they're going to marry, but it is the Lord's will that yeah. will prevail. Yeah. So now, yeah, the, um, you make wise decisions with wise counsel and you make things that like, decisions that you think honor God and you can be confident. Because yeah. your God is sovereign. Yeah, I, I think I saw that in the early episodes. Like there was so much anguish yeah. with mm. the people there, and so much fretfulness. And I was just thinking, raw, like, okay, I get it. This is really important to you guys, and there was a lot of emotional investment. But for me, it was like that would have been a great time to pray, or that would have been a great time to yeah. just be assured of His promises. Yeah. Because, and that's why for me, it was I saw a lot of idolatry in the yeah. show, yeah. Um, where people were almost like, if I don't get this right, my life is over. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So do you guys think that? Christians, people can idolize marriage and relationships. Yes. It's almost like a non-question. <laughs> is that, is yes. that like a stupid question? Like, yeah, no, uh, yes. Since people do. <laughs> yeah, since people do. That's probably a bit. Okay, so what, what are the ways in which people can idolize marriage, relationships, courtships, dating, all those synonyms? There's millions, isn't it? Yeah, I, mm. yeah, so many. This is the thing that's going to define whether you've, whether you've been successful at life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what, yeah, if you everything else can be falling apart, your job could be whack, relationship with, with your friends could be whack, but if you got you're married or you got a man, yeah, like at least you can say you have that one, that yeah. one at least that one my you've been has, picked. Yeah, my life has no meaning until I'm yeah, married. Or, think, or or that gives my life meaning. Yeah, um, go on. I think even passivity can um, show a sign of idleness. So yeah. I'm not even gonna make a decision because I feel like this thing is so important. Um, so I'm just not gonna do it. Like kind of mm, what leading yeah, to what we were yeah. doing. Like, I can't. Again, I'm speaking more to the men because I guess it's it's more in, in power of the men, I guess, because yeah. they lead in that sense. But um, yeah, I'm just not going to make a decision because yeah. this thing is so important. I don't want it to go wrong. So I'm just not going to do anything. So much of an idol that you don't even touch it. Yeah, yeah, it's back yeah, up. Literally, yeah. yeah literally. I think it can be the thing, and, Christ- and church doesn't help with this. It's the thing that people think, it can feel like it marks maturity. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, um, yeah, because especially in London, getting married might be tied to moving out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so like, um, you can feel almost like you're, yeah, how you understand maturity, even Christian maturity, yeah, correlates with your progression along the marriage journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's people struggle to understand someone as godly and mature who's 40 and single. Whereas mm-hmm. if you're 23 and married, there's a there's almost a certain yeah, mature, mature, you have a mature... Attached, yeah. yeah, and so it's hard to feel, it can feel like you're not growing up. Because mm-hmm. there's a certain like rites of passage and stages in life, like, oh, you finish uni and then you meet your somebody and then you get married and then you, you move in together and you have kids and that's what life progression looks like. Mm-hmm. And so if marriage is not happening for you, you can feel like life progression is locked off. You're not mm-hmm. growing up. Because mm-hmm. that's how we understand growing up. So, um... Yeah, I think that's another big one in where like it can like overtake because you feel like you're stunted. 
Yeah. Yeah, like you just can't, you're not a grown up until. Yeah. And and the Bible has a lot to say about maturity and much of it is not about marriage. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. really include marriage. It's more like <laughs> fruit of the spirit, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do Christians fight against idolatry? And that, that could be general because I think idolatry is almost to to worship things above God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can idolise, of course, career, money, football, music. We could idolise anything. So how do we... How do we fight against? How have you guys tried to fight against idolatry? How have I g- continue to desire God and be content in God mm-hmm. um, and find joy? I think one thing that's been key, like to my maturity as a believer, is just fact. Like I feel like I grew up like before I, I became a believer. I think I grew up very much like not enjoying church or mm-hmm. just thinking seeing us like many people like not enjoying church and, course, and, yeah. and and then almost going through the stage where I felt like I gave my life to Christ mm. and then still not really having almost like still not having joy in it mm-hmm. uh, and joy in being a believer joy in, in God um, and then yeah so I think as I've matured like trying to understand how to be not just be content in Christ, but like just to truly have joy in being a believer and being and being a child of God. Um, it's helped me just think less about because I feel like again I'm gonna keep going back to men, maybe because I'm the only man in, in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but as much as like I know, wi- um, women are put under a lot of pressure, especially when it comes to marriage and relationships, right? But guys, I think society there's a lot of pressure in. Terms of how much money you earn, yeah, what you do, status, mm. you know, if you're in the world, how many women you are dating, mm. um, even if you're in the faith, like, just there's so much pressure um, that can really get people. And obviously, you know, you see suicide rates. Mm. I hope I'm making sense because there's like, this mm. is what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to articulate what, what's in my mind, but mm-hmm. um, I think there's just a lot of pressure on us that mm. that maybe we don't talk about a lot of the time. Um, I think. Those things can clearly, obviously, and you see it all the time. That's why men become workaholics because mm. um, work careers become the idol, or yeah. um, whatever it is. Sport, they try. Mm. Oh, I need to get out. I need to do something to take my mind off this. So they make sport an idol, or you know, gym an idol. I think so many things can be an idol, and that, a lot, of, a lot of that has come from pressures um, that we we have these expectations of what we should be. Um, so I think for me specifically, I think the reason why. Um, that's not to say I don't have idols and I'm still not working through it, but I've been able to have a find a joy in just being a child of God mm-hmm. um, and being content and happy in that. Um, and I think that's how I battle it. And I think as single people, and I think that's what it has to come down to, um, not in the God that's going to do these things for you, but just mm-hmm. in who God is and the things that he's done for you, which mm-hmm. is um, um, more than enough. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think we come to, even as believers, we come to God be, and think or hope that oh me coming to him means these ma- things are going to happen these are good things so they're going to happen and that then can lead to idolatry I think mm-hmm. um, and that's not to say they won't happen they can't happen and God can do anything um, but that's not if God does nothing for you moving forward he's done more than enough mm-hmm. um, yeah. so I think just having a good understanding of that um, is important I don't even know if I answered your question no, <laughs> it's important Gabby yeah, what would you say um, how, how do you fight idolatry yeah um, there's praise God that he's given us many 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 means of grace okay oh. I think some of the ones that I found that I found super helpful is confession mm-hmm. um, yeah it's interesting 
I think confession isn't necessarily for the benefit of once you confess, the person you confess to is now going to give you a silver bullet that's going to now deal with your idolatry. But confession, as you say something out loud, you admit that something has more of your heart than it ought to, that you love something more than Jesus. As you say out loud, you, you hear how, you hear it. And, um, and, and in confession, I think then repent, even if you don't feel like you're you're fully repenting repent for the fact that you're not re- so, sorrowful about it mm-hmm. so repent that you love things more than christ um go on how do you know how do you know what's the t- what's a telltale sign that you know something's coming out there's there's, there's there's thought experiments which isn't helpful but mm-hmm. it's, the, it's that thing what is that thing that if lost or if not gained you would um feel like your life wasn't wasn't worthwhile yeah that's that's usually a helpful question obviously that's a very abstract question mm-hmm. got, it, it, it does take some reflection mm-hmm. i got um, a quote from tim keller, keller <laughs> sorry he says an idol is whatever you look at and say in your heart of hearts if i have that then i feel like my life has meaning then i know i have value and i feel mm. significant and secure and yeah so i think that's essentially yeah. what you've said what yeah. is that thing that you that you most fear losing or that mm-hmm. thing that you most fear not gaining what is that thing that if you got to the end of your life and you didn't have that You'd be like, I don't know what I did with yeah. my time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is it's those kind of questions. What is the thing that you're most defensive over? Yeah. Let someone touch your idol and see how you, you, you prickle up real quick. <laughs> someone asks you how many hours you spent at work, you get a bit hot. Okay. <laughs> someone asks you how much you spent on that something, you're a bit defensive. Yeah. Okay, the things that you get prickly when people try and talk yeah. to you about. Um, yeah, and that's why confession is a good thing because it it's um yeah. Those things you tend to want to hide, you tend to want to keep secret, and there's liberty in confessing and repenting, um, acknowledging in repentance that you have loved something more than you have loved Christ. Even if, like, you're, I think there's, I think you can feel bad repenting for something that you're not yet entirely that deep mournful sorrow sorrow over yet. Sometimes mm-hmm. repent that you don't feel as bad about it as you ought to in your repentance. I think it's interesting. about it. So, sorry. No, you go. It's cool. No, no. I think it's interesting because I think. Even because I just read Counterfeit Gods recently. And like, even because me, even look at my own life, um, me saying like uh, basketball is an mm. idol, is it, it's almost like an easy thing to, for me to repent for. Because it's mm. like, right, obviously I shouldn't put that over Christ because it's mm-hmm. basketball, right? Like, why would I why would I put that over God? It's, it's kind of easier to repent. Um, I just think it's interesting because I think idolatry is is one of those sins where it can can kind of go undercover, when, especially yeah. when it comes to things like something that are seen to good be things. good things. Yeah. Yeah? Mm. And that's what Tim Keller speaks about, that um, like seen to be good things like marriage. And I guess this is why it's really telling us that marriage is a good thing, clearly. Yeah. Like, it's an amazing, beautiful thing. by God. <laughs> and how do you tell... Like, I think if you were to, like, ask people, oh, do you think idols... Uh, marriage is an idol to you most people would say no um even people even if they're showing clear fruit or clear signs of it being well so. you need a com- church community at that point you need your gang clearly, but to call you out it just makes me think that i guess it's important to just understand exactly what you just said gabby like when when you see these signs reflect truly mm, self-reflect because yeah. it's not just the the bad things it's not just mm. the um quote unquote sim- um, sinful things that can make be idols it, yeah. it could be anything it's a very <laughs> common quote that like idolatry is often turning good things into god things i think that's probably yeah. kind I of that is keller that is yeah. keller <laughs> man like keller, keller. Man like keller. Um, <laughs> turning yeah. good things and into th- god things i think um and i think the thing that's been most helpful, most helpful of my idolatry god is very kind in disciplining his children two things actually sometimes he lets you have the thing that you want and guess what it ain't yeah. satisfying <laughs> you. Sometimes God is ca- gracious mm-hmm. in letting you have it. 
okay, you want that. And you think that when you're gonna, when you get that, now you're gonna feel oh, fantastic. Like you made it, you're gonna walk with a little bit of a pep in your step and you get it and guess what? It didn't, it didn't scratch that itch that you were hoping it was gonna scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sometimes take note of the things that, that you've actually been longing for and God's given you. And, and then when you felt that kind of come down after it's happened, know that like your idol has failed you. Mm-hmm. It, it, it can't satisfy you. It wasn't made to satisfy you. Um, it's failed you. Praise God for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Praise God that your idol has shown itself as an idol quickly so that you can put it in the bin and turn to the living God. The other thing, rather than learn your own lesson, learn from somebody else's lesson. Go and spend some time with the people who have the things that you think you want. Hey. Do you know how many... Yeah. Go sit with some married couples. I am. Go <laughs> sit with some married couples. Go Come and see mundane. How about yeah. that? Go and wow. chill in the yard and see stress. How about, yeah. how about it? Yeah. And it's one of the blessings of being a part. In my experience, I was part of a really small church for a long time. Um, and so you are you are bristling up against people in, in, in some different circumstances to you. And you see the reality of what it is. I said, marriage is opting into struggle. You're picking someone to do struggle, struggle. with. Because that's what it looks like. But the funny thing is, people are like, I want that. People are like, I still want that. And that's cool. It's a struggle. It's, it's one of those ones where like, the grass isn't greener. And, and single people can be like, yeah. We know it's not green now, and I still I want, want it. it. I want, I want <laughs> that I same want green that. grass. It's the same as my grass. That's cool. I yeah. want it. But, but that will that kind of um, just give a bit of reality to that uh, hazy, feelingsy date nighty, stroking mm-hmm. your head while you go to sleep. If you're allowed, if it's allowed to touch your hair, uh, kind of energy. You know what I mean, husband's not allowed to touch your hair. Some people like her letting their man. Bro, <laughs> what kind I, of marriage is that? that? Your husband can't touch your hair. Some people are letting their man touch their hair in any context. Mad. That's all types of mad. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mary, are you being serious? Hold on, where's her husband though? Some people Yo, are not letting their man. This man, he can't touch your hair. Some people are not letting their man. Touch okay, sure, sure. sure. But sure, I, I sure. obviously, think... if you've got, if, you, if your husband just been done, or it's a certain kind of wig, or it's a certain kind of the, the lace is set a certain kind of way, you can't put your hand in a in my hair. Obviously, wig hair, but still Maybe hair. Your but even though once the wig well, is bro. off, like don't touch my. Like, Maybe somebody... your hair's an idol. Maybe you're uh, you're trying to that was the most controversial thing you said on the whole night. (laughs) Why are you so defensive? (laughs) Anyway, marriage is more than letting your man touch or not touch your hair. Like, um, I think it's good to talk about like the struggles and understand even if you're battling marriage being an idol, understand those things because even going back to like um, one of our earlier questions about uh, when I was talking about uh, the amount of safeguarding that we do or the checklist Mm. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. if you have a true understanding that regardless of all these things, marriage is a struggle. Like it's difficult. Not struggle. Yeah. I don't even want to use the word struggle, but it's difficult. It's a challenge. Um, you, hopefully that should lead us to picking spouses that would help you through that struggle. And yeah. how that person looks isn't... This guy. Isn't... Yeah. I mean, it might help with some things. autistic. I'm sure it helps with some things. I don't know. I'm not married, in it? But um, I can imagine that there's other qualities that I should be looking for. There's two things <laughs> that one, my elder, Pastor Yannick, Christos will have, my guy, uh, said that, like, there's some things that just stick to you. One thing he said is that um, until you find godliness attractive, you're not ready to get married. Hey. I said, Yannick, can you behave? Why are you hey. trying to shoot shot? Put that gun away. Hey. Why are you That's carrying? Until you find godliness right attractive, there. you're not ready to get married. Because mm-hmm. that means you're not looking, you're, you're not looking, yeah. That's mm-hmm. a, that was the end of the quote. No explanation needed. That's just what it is. That's it. But second one, I remember one time he was, yeah, we were talking about something similar to this. And he was like, the fact that you both like uh, Chinese food don't mean nothing when your child is uh, back in hospital with pneumonia two months old. <gasps> The fact that uh, you both like to go ice skating. <laughs> it's true though. Or the fact that you, the fact that she got nice eyes. 
Great. Yeah. Now uh, the mortgage needs paying and <laughs> and redundancy mm-hmm. is on the... Okay, those things will carry very little weight when the reality of life of comes through. Yeah. Um, now that doesn't mean that you can't, you can't see that her eyes are pretty or that yeah, you like whatever, whatever. But knowing that... Um, yeah, li- life doesn't have... It won't it it be struggle as in the struggle. But yeah, you're too... Guess what? It's going to get harder because you're a sinner and you're adding in another sinner. Mm. And for the rest of... Until God gives you breath, you're going to be brushing up against each other, yeah. repenting often, forgiving often, mm-hmm. um, bearing that in mind, what you actually, what marriage will actually consist of, yeah, will affect, as I'm saying, your, what you're valuing in, in, in your searching process. Yeah, yeah. And I think marriage is, is a gift. And I think all gifts are given from God for him so mm. like marriage is, is, is about it's about God and and what we do in our marriage will, will show and testify to how much the gospel has changed our lives and I think people want to make their marriage about them and how what they want to do as opposed to how can I honor Christ in this this situation and I think that's why idolatry is very is, is something that we always need to fight against because we're now putting that thing above God mm. I remember someone saying like if you found that Christ was coming back today and you were like, oh man, I wish I did. That's an idol automatically. Like, that's a straight, yeah, that could yeah. be a straight idol. Right. I think for a lot that's of us, good, it would be like, oh, I wish I got married. I wish I did this. I wish I did that. And it's like, those if those things are grappling against you seeing your Lord, then that possibly is could be a potential idol. That's the last shot. That's a good those way are, of checking, out, checking your idols. And, like, those right, are the things, and those are the things that you, you need to, because I think, I think idolatry is, is almost like the mother of all sin. Mm. Idolatry is very closely linked to covetousness. Mm. So like those are things that we need to fight against. Yeah. Mm. As much as, and, I, and I'm not saying that if you're single, you're you're always going to battle idolatry. Because I think, I know Christian women who, or Christian men who desire to be married, but also know that marriage isn't the end or be all. And they're, they're not idolizing marriage, but, but they do desire it. Mm. But I think at times we do need to just check our hearts that we're not, idolizing good you things idolize singleness as well. i'm sure yeah. you can and married married people can still idolize uh, a idolize singleness but be idolize marriage marriage yeah. wish the husband was more like this mr yeah. wife was more like this idolize someone else's marriage yeah. it doesn't stop once you get married you just idolize something different yeah. because once you got your idol and you realize it didn't satisfy you you now have two options have you tend to live yeah. in god or you find a new idol yeah i think keller talks about our hearts are like a factory of idols mm-hmm. so yeah books are getting plugged drop- the best the most helpful most helpful book that i'm actually currently currently reading okay. is um relationships a mess a mess worth making by Ooh. Paul, David Tripp and Timothy Lane. Um, they're guys who run like Christian counseling and stuff. One of the most helpful books, and not just for thinking through romantic relationships, work relationships, friendships, um, thinking them all thinking through all the dynamics of relationship in a gospel centered way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't recommend it highly enough. Even more than Keller, let me put it out there. Ooh. Controversial, <laughs> not really. It's actually very, very, very standard. Uh, more than Keller is yeah, relationships are mess worth making. Okay. So love isn't blind. Love is not blind. Attraction is important. Let me say something. Love is not. This is my last. This is my last soapbox. I'll shut. I'll shut up after this one. Love is not blind, and it ought not to be. Love is not someone ignorant of your of your of your life and loving you anyway. Love is someone seeing your whole mm. life and loving you anyway. When God sets His love on us, He doesn't set His love on us ignorant of the fullness of what we are. Yeah, yeah preaching, you're preaching. Love is love is seeing all of what somebody is, the 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 cute bits and the shocking, depraved bits, and still choosing to opt in to commit into that person. Mm. Love ought not to be blind. People say like the the most uh, the, a human's greatest fear is to be seen and not loved, but their greatest mm. joy is to be that to be fully seen and then f- to to fully known and then fully loved. 
who does that perfectly okay um so the idea the idea that someone that true love would come by virtue of not seeing somebody is not yeah praise god that we have to opt into that love is seeing somebody truly seeing somebody truly knowing somebody and still choosing to set your love on them, which is the way that God has loved us. Yeah. He didn't love us ignorant of the fullness of what we were, whilst not knowing what we looked like, not knowing our race, not knowing our... He saw all of it, the, the worst bits of it, and set his love on us. So yeah, love is love doesn't need to be blind. It's not supposed to be. Yeah, no. That was a word. Was I had to get that in there. That was a word. Thanks, Gabby. Thanks, Amen. We're now going to open the altar call. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the front. Come to the front. If you want to find your bait, I'm joking. <laughs> Bring your handkerchiefs. I got you. <laughs> No, thank you, Femi, for being on the pod. Yeah, thanks for coming through, bro. Where can yeah. people find you? Let's come on, plug, plug your stuff. Yeah, do you, you didn't even plug today. What's going uh, on? No, you should letting the team down. I know, I know. Uh, what's it? Only God Can Judge Me podcast. Brat, That's brat. my podcast. Uh, well, not my podcast, but I'm on that podcast with a few people. Yeah, check it out. Uh, we just released the episode uh, the other day. Yeah, About? Uh, church Hurt and uh, what's the difference between worshipping and honouring your pastor? Ooh, yeah, that's an important question. Big daddy, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we okay, get two really good topics. Um, so yeah, check it out. Um, on Twitter, Uncle Femmes, Femmes with a Z. Um, we will. We do. <laughs> Peace. Bye.